And just like that, we're back. Welcome, you guys, to episode two of Adulting Unscripted. Today is going to be super fun because we're talking about our highs and lows of the week. Okay, so, okay, so I rent a house, and recently I had been having this smell in my house, and I was like, what is the smell? I'd never smelled it before. I didn't know what it was, but I was like, in my mind, I don't know what else it could have been besides something dead inside the house. I was like, something had to have crawled up in here somewhere and died. We also take our very first question from you guys. Here it is. Okay, so the question we have is, what have you done during this pandemic to find joy? Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good question. Thank you for our first question from the doll. I know I'm so excited about that. And don't forget, we're also going to be talking about dating during a pandemic because I know it's been rough for all of us. Typically, you know, dinner and what do you do? You go to dinner, you go to a movie. Movies but now open. it's like, <laughs> ain't nobody going to nobody's movie. And I'm not mm. trying to sit in nobody's restaurant. It has been rough. So y'all stay tuned and catch us and listen to all the gory, juicy details. Okay, I know that's right. <laughs> Enjoy. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Adulting Unscripted, where we are always unscripted. A bit unconventional. And sometimes unbothered. I'm your boy Sam. And I'm your girl Lady Q. Alright, so let's jump into it. What do we have first? What's on the top of the docket? You know what? Let's start with highs and lows. Okay, that's always good. Alright, cool. Do you want to go first? you want me to go first? How are we feeling? You can go first. Okay, so as far as my high, I would say... <laughs> Um, my high would be that it's going to be really simple, but honestly, my high for the week is that I got a fucking haircut. I got a haircut this week, okay. which is, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but the reason why it's a big deal is because I need it. Okay. So my brother cuts my hair. Shout out to Kwame. Um, he did, he did, he cuts my hair and I needed a haircut, right? And I just recently got back from Orlando and I low-key needed a haircut before I even took my trip. But the thing was... I didn't have time to like squeeze in a haircut before my trip except mm-hmm. like work and like da 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 da. Mm-hmm. So I needed a haircut and then I came back thinking I was gonna get a haircut when I came back, but then he texts me telling me that his wife slash my sister in law had COVID. Mm-hmm. So then I had to wait two whole weeks. So it's like I already needed a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to wait two weeks. So I just been out in these streets. Thugging it the fuck out, girl. Like, looking like nobody loves me. Like, looking like I need a hot meal in a shower. <laughs> like, it just, it was not a good look, you know? And I'm not the most polished person all the time anyway. So for me to be like, damn, it, it was a situation. <laughs> but sometimes, you know what? A fresh haircut, a fresh hairdo, like, when you get that, that just uplifts your whole mood. Like, it changes everything. It's right. like, that's a whole different ball game right there. I'm Period. a new person. I don't even know Period. who you thought you were talking to. Right. That's old me. Right. Now but I've got a haircut. You? I've got a hairdo. I'm I'm someone different. Do you know me? I don't think you do. I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> I got brand new. I think you do. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, a haircut is literally, like, what they say, like, um, a haircut for men is, like, makeup for women, you know? Like, it's, like, it I just... I see that. It, it just gets you to, together. And snatches you right on up. Snatches you up. And hair therapy is a real thing, you know? Everybody knows therapy therapy is important, but there's retail therapy. There's also hair therapy. Hair therapy is a real thing. Get into and it. 
get into it. Get right or get left. Period. Um, okay, so that's my high. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, my low for the week. Um, uh, this honestly could be my low every week, but is that I had to work? I hate working. I hate capitalism. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't hate my job. My job is cool. Like, my managers are cool. My coworkers are great. It's cool, but it's just the fact that I have to go to work and, like, do something that I don't want to, like, actively do. Like, I'm only doing this so I can, like, live and survive in this fucking, like, white-ass capitalistic society. That's what I don't like. You know? I feel you on that. I mean, I do wish I... Not that I didn't have to work because I feel like I would be so bored if I didn't have to work but I do wish I could do what I wanted to do you know if I could if you know if anyone's listening out there if you want to cast me in your movie in your tv show in your play in your voiceover work whatever you want to do cast me and I'll be more than happy to show up to work with a smile on my face ready to work (laughs) but as far as doing jobs where you know it's just to get the paycheck just so I can have money for food and a place to stay and clothing you know basic necessities yeah, that's a drag. Yeah, I know it is. It is. And it's like, I didn't ask to be here. <laughs> so, like, I didn't, like, it's just very much ghetto. Like, I didn't ask to be here, and now, now I gotta pay rent. Right. Now I gotta, like, pay for food. I gotta pay for clothes. Like, cl- I didn't ask for any of this stuff, you know? And it's now just, we just gotta be out here dealing with it, making this money, and figuring out how to do it. Right. Like, ew. <laughs> ew. Very much raggedy. Okay, so tell me yours, highs and lows. Okay, all right, so let me think. My highs for the week, I would say, okay, so recently a friend and I decided we were going to tackle a workout program together. We're going to be tackling TurboFire. Ooh, cute. Yes, I I don't know if you guys have ever heard of TurboFire. It's one of the Beachbody programs. It's a 16-week program, very ambitious. I'm almost nervous saying it out loud now because people are going to be like, hey, <laughs> like you should be about week eight by now, right? So anyway, <laughs> it's a 16-week program. Um, and yeah, so we just started that. So that's a high for me because I we'd done it before, actually, in college. We took the class. It wasn't 16 weeks of class, though. So we um, finished it, and it was great. We had great results. We looked really good. And so now we're trying to get right back snatch back in shape for summer 2021 and since we're starting in february and it is about five months we should be done in i want to say july let me think let me do my math there because i know people are gonna be like wait that's not five months but (laughs) oh yeah no i'm right july so yeah we'd be done in july right in time for the summer body right before my birthday yes so that's definitely a high for me and i really like even though we're not gonna be in the same place physically every day doing it we do check in with each other via an app marco polo where we just right. check in to say hey i did my workout you know this is what i'm eating That's like cute. you know just keep yeah. each other accountable accountable partner accountability yeah. partners so wait how often do you do it is it like an everyday program? oh right so the program itself it is six days a week rest days on wednesdays Ooh. so yeah six days a week 16 week program mm-hmm. yeah so um. it's a hard i've been getting up in the morning and doing it yeah, I Which, feel like that's best, like to do it like as soon as you get up. You know? that, that's it's the best way for me because then I don't have to worry about it. And then I'm like, I already did it. It's the hard part out of the way, done. Mm-hmm. So that is that's my high, and I I really enjoy it. I've really been liking it so far. Okay, so that's amazing. Shout out to you. Yes. Kudos, kudos, kudos. Thank you. Um, what's your low? Okay, so my low is kind of gross, y'all. But 
I mean, it just is what it is. I've never even had to experience this before in my life. So <laughs> I'm like not even prepared. I don't <laughs> know what it is. I'm like, okay. So okay, so I rent a house and recently I had been having this smell in my house and I was like what is the smell I'd never smelled it before I didn't know what it was but I was like in my mind I don't know what else it could have been besides something dead inside the house I was like something had to have crawled up in here somewhere and died so I'm nervous you know because I've never seen like a rat or, or a you know I haven't seen a squirrel anywhere besides in the road or <laughs> trying to avoid them you know so like I'm not trying to see these things in my actual house so I'm looking around online trying to figure out who can remove a dead animal because apparently those aren't the exterminators that do that. But I found a company who said they could, you know, check the spaces and remove whatever dead rodent might be in there. So I called them. They came out the next day and they searched the places where I thought it was because that's where the smell seemed to be coming from. He didn't see anything. And I was like, man, I, I mean, I just don't know what else it could be. I was like, the only other thing it could be is there is a crawl space kind of on the outside of my house um, where our, I believe it's our air filters. I'm not sure what it is, but something is out there that you have to access from the outside of the house. When he went in there, that's when he discovered it wasn't a rat or a mouse or a squirrel, but a dead possum, a whole dead possum just dead in that crawl space. And the reason it was stinking up the house so much was because it was directly below. Yeah, it was directly by the air thing. And like, it was below this closet Bro. on the main house, and that's why it was stinking up everything. It was the most disgusting thing. I didn't even see the possum. He removed it. You know, I didn't have to see it or deal with it. But it was I the nastiest thing I've ever like had to experience in my life. It's just like the sheer disrespect. Like how dare of you of that possum? You had anywhere else, everywhere to die. else, everywhere else to die, and you're gonna die right by like the air circulator thing. Exactly, to make guys, my house smell like dead possum. There is like, like there is like a <laughs> a whole forest that this possum could have gone and died in next to our house that they could have just died in, and mm, there it is. No, but it decided to crawl I'm in our crawl space die and die up in there. But luckily, like I said, they did remove. The dead animal. So you just had dead possum air blowing through your house. Yeah. <sighs> but as soon as you removed it, it cleared up. So it doesn't. It no longer smells like dead possum. But <sighs> it was nasty. Okay, so first of all, possums scared the fuck out of me. I don't they're know disgusting. why, because possums are like those type of animals that are like really like they're chumps. Like they're scared as fuck of like you like you know how possums like play dead they look so disgusting oh my god so in high school there was this lady um she was the lunch lady she had a pet possum you know people have pet possums it's a thing to believe that they had pet they teach them to use litter boxes and everything that's disgusting so yeah she had a pet possum she was also she was the lunch lady which is like you know lunch ladies already have like that stereotype of being like these gross nasty women you know what i'm saying with like they do like no no disrespect to lunch ladies or to anybody who knows lunch lady or Or anybody who has a possum as a pet i just think it's gross i'm sorry but yeah but like (laughs) lunch ladies have like a stereotype you know what I'm saying? Just like like Russian lady masseuses. They have like that stereotype of being like, I'm Olga. You know, like <laughs> like lunch ladies, I feel like have that same type of like, just like undesirable, like untouchable type of like whatever. Uh-huh. And it's like the fact like, girl, you're already a lunch lady. You're also poorly built. 
And then you have a pet possum that you carry around in a bowling bag. Not in a bowling bag. In a bowling bag, bag girl. She used to come deceased. to the she used to come to the games, like the football games. She used to with her pet possum. Stop. In what the, was the possum's her, name? Girl, I don't know. Because I don't do possums. I don't do possums. That's awful. They're they're scary to they, me. Yes. They just look gross. They look like they have disease. But they probably I do. We'll say, you know our friend Summer. Mm-hmm. So we have a friend named Summer. Loves possums. Has he has a pet possum? Not pet, but like a stuffed animal, like plushy possum. Why have I never seen that? Where Where does he keep be, that? Because be I feel like I'm... That you don't. That <laughs> You're right. You haven't. You're just right. Just be grateful. Honestly, he has like a stuffed no. animal possum, and I'm just like, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, I respect it, so like, I don't like you know like come for him about it. But I'm just like in the back of my mind, I'm like. That's a possum. That's a possum. And then he, one time he was like, well, they look kind of like cats. No, they do. What? <laughs> and honestly, I can kind of see it because sometimes when I look at Meredith, which is one of my cat's names, and I like look at her little nose and her like little mouth, I'm like, you kind of like a little rat. <laughs> <laughs> which isn't too far from a possum. <laughs> but she's cute. So it's different. Possums are not cute. They're not. In any way, shape, or form. <laughs> And it's worse when they die in the vicinity of <laughs> When they disrespectfully die under your air thing, your air current thing. <laughs> they said, y'all gonna remember me. you gonna remember me, bitch. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But well, honestly, but... you know what? Honestly, the removal of the possum could have easily have been the high <laughs> of the week as well. Because as soon as it was gone, it was like everything cleared up. And I'm just so happy and grateful for it. But again, the disrespect. How dare you? Right. The audacity. It's just right. Like you literally had a whole forest, girl. You had a whole forest. But shit, if a possum dies in the forest and no one's around to smell it, did it even die? It did. <laughs> and it died a death that everyone else appreciates because they don't have to smell it. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. <laughs> Um, no, that possum is dead, but... (laughs) (laughs) Period. I cannot, I cannot. Okay, so moving right along. Yeah, so moving right along, we have a question from a listener that I think we do want to go ahead and answer. Yeah. Okay. So let's go ahead and pull up that question. Um... Here it is. Okay, so the question we have is, what have you done during this pandemic to find joy? Oh, that's a good that's one. That's a really good question. I do Thank like you that. for our first question from The Doll is the name that they put. So thank you, The Doll. Okay, so we'll go ahead and let you start with that, Sam. What, do you, what have you been doing during this pandemic to find joy to help anybody Oof. out there listening? Hmm. It's so crazy. It's like, what was life even before the pandemic? Who knows? And it's so weird because, like, the pandemic has been, like, not that long of my life, but it's been so long. It's been long enough to where I'm like, what? It's just, it was such, like, a hard, like, jolt that it's, like, it feels like it's been here for so long because it's just so weird. So I, I would say since the pandemic, okay, I decided... So, for those of you who don't know, okay, okay, plug time. About to put in a plug, y'all. So, for those of you who don't know, I make music, okay? Um, I have two EPs out. My first EP is called Present. My second EP is called Dear Big Head, available wherever you listen to music. So, I decided that, remember when, like, the pandemic first hit 
like hit hit and everything was shut down and mm-hmm. we was getting like six hundred dollars every week mm-hmm. plus like our like unemployment money i mean i didn't get that money but yes i remember those times okay well <laughs> i definitely did so i was living my life like it's golden um and it was amazing and i decided like when it was winding down like the, the 600 when it was winding down i was like i need to take this money and do something useful for it mm-hmm. so i decided to buy all the equipment that i needed to build a home studio mm-hmm. which is part of it's right in front of us this microphone this condenser mic this uh, uh the xlr cable i had the last time i came like this microphone stand I also bought an interface i bought a, a nice ass imac like I just bought everything I needed so I can just make music from my room mm-hmm. and not have to pay for studio time. So that was one thing I did. Um, also, I I love cooking. I love anything where I can like express or flex my creative muscle, mm-hmm. right? So I was cooking more. I was like learning more about cooking. I decided that like in 10 years or whatever, if I'm, you know, just like, had the time or find the resources or whatever the ability to like I would love to go to culinary school sometime wow, in that and that'd like be really cool. open up my own restaurant and like you know like maybe like in a different country learn learn another language and open up a restaurant there because American dollars translates specifically Mexico mm-hmm. like let me just say like Mexico like American dollars translates to more money there and like I was a Spanish minor I lived in Mexico for a summer um, I lived with a family and like you know went to school and stuff and it was a great time a great experience and I loved it I loved the people I loved the culture I loved the food like the history like everything like I just loved it I was so in love with it and it's like what if I like you know got like I mean I'm pretty fluent now but like what if I got like solid fluent mm-hmm. and like opened up a restaurant like I don't know I just like it was just it just gave me so much time to sit and think and to just like what do you want now that like life and everything that you have to think about and that you have to like okay you gotta go to work you gotta do this you gotta do that you gotta it like it's like I didn't have any of that all of that was off the table you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so I had time to really just sit with myself and be like what do you want you know you got one life and to quote a great woman of color Anna Shea you get one life and it's not a dress rehearsal so get it while you can get it. Like, this is your one. It's not a dress rehearsal, baby. You don't get another one. This is the final performance. You're it. living it. You're living the fi- You're living the performance right now. So what is it that you want? And, like, it was like I just really got to sit and think in, th- in that mindset. And I was like, what do I want? And that's why I bought the studio. That's why I did that. So that's what I've kind of been doing is just, like, sitting with myself. And, like, I learned so much about myself, like, it's, I know it's, it's crazy times for all of us, you know, mm-hmm. but I've just learned so much about myself and what I want and what I don't want and who I am and who I'm not and what my boundaries are and what I'll allow and what I won't allow, what I'll tolerate and what I won't tolerate. Like, it's so weird when you just, like, literally, like, you have nowhere to be, you have nothing to do, it's just you, yourself, and you. I was going to say you, yourself, and I, but, like, whatever. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's just, like, you... In your thoughts, it's 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 crazy. That's I'm, really amazing. I mean, it's great that you took the time to self reflect and and figure out what you want to do moving forward, especially you know after p- the pandemic when things hopefully get back to normal and 
then you already have set the foundation. You know, you've already mm-hmm. made these steps. It's like, okay, now I can go even further now that we mm-hmm. can go back to in-person meetings and now that we can go back to all these different things. We can really be collaborative and be with other people. But until then, like, you've gone ahead and set yourself up to right, be able to, like, the you know, to go yeah. ahead and do what you need to do. That's really cool. And so that's that's just how you've been finding your joy, just through the work? Yeah, just just through self-reflection and just, like, just getting to know myself. I think is like the biggest thing. I think that's like really how I found my joy through this. That's really good. I would think mine's pretty much the same way. Um, I've really been, like you said, kind of focused on figuring out what I'm doing. I felt like for a while I'd been kind of in a rut. Um, I'd just been kind of stuck, stagnant in my job, not really making as much money as I wanted to make, not really being as creative as I wanted to be, not really working out. I just felt stuck. Like I just didn't really Mm -hmm. move forward but I wasn't, I wasn't really moving backwards, but I wasn't progressing either. So I was just kind of at a standstill. And so when this whole thing happened, I was like, okay, like you said, this is a perfect opportunity to figure out what I want. Why am I allowing myself to be stuck like this? What can I do to kind of propel myself out of it? So that was partially why, you know, I did start to do this whole workout challenge because I do want to get back to moving around, feeling more like myself, feeling more active being more appreciative in my body so that was part of it I wanted to feel physically better as well and that you know goes along the same lines of eating better because now I want to prepare my food and I want to like eat healthier so that the work I'm doing in the gym isn't for nothing you know and I want to drink more water because lord knows I don't drink enough water y'all so I'm really trying to drink more water and stay hydrated out here in these streets trying to stay rona free and hydrated (laughs) Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I really wanted to improve myself in that way. Also, I am an aspiring voiceover artist, so I am auditioning around more, trying to get more work. I actually booked a job, which hasn't come out yet, so once it does come out, I'll talk about it, but since it hasn't, we'll go ahead and just say I did book a job for a children's book, which I was really excited about, so I was like, that's really cool. It felt like a step in the right direction, you know, letting me know, hey, maybe I really can do this, so... That felt good. That was really yeah, a moment of, of joy for me during this whole thing. And, um, yeah, so that's really what I've been doing. The hardest part, I would have to say, has been, like, not being able to be around friends as much, which is kind of weird to say because, honestly, my life post-pandemic and pre-pandemic aren't really that different. I honestly didn't go out very much. I pretty much was always in my room. I don't hang around people and I certainly didn't want to be in within six feet of them in their bubble so my life isn't really that much different except when I want to hang out with friends now it's a little more difficult right because it's like before they wouldn't see me for six months I'm like hey like let's hang out they're like yeah and it's like great now it's like oh no there's a pandemic so Mm -hmm. (laughs) see you maybe in another six months so I don't know but other than that, I think that's really just what I've been trying to do to find joy is just get back to myself and figure out how I can be the best version of myself possible, pushing myself to my limits and trying to do better than I've previously been doing because I feel like I've just been allowing myself to kind of settle into kind of mediocrity and just kind of doing what's comfortable. So mm. I really want to push myself past that and kind of explore and open my options up a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, that's so good. So, yeah. 
that's what I've been doing. So you guys feel free to let us know what you've been doing to find joy during this pandemic. We really want to know because every little suggestion helps. Maybe you guys have something that you think we could implement into our lives, like a cute little self-care tip or a cute little workout tip or a cute little health tip. Anything you got that you think would help us and help our fellow listeners, we'll be sure to shout you out if you are able to give us some pretty good tips on how you've been able to find joy during this pandemic. For sure. It's so crazy, too, because sometimes I think about how, like, 20 years from now, you know, we'll be like, oh, yeah, like, we lived through that. (laughs) I know. It's so weird because, okay, so, like, we're obviously all, we're millennials, right? As in me and you. And if you're listening to this, you probably are, too. You might not be, but you probably are. More than likely. (laughs) And have you thought about all the things we, like, have lived through? I've thought about some of the things. Like, specifically the one that sticks in my mind is 9-11, because I will always remember where I was when that happened. 9-11 was huge. Like, I think that's, like, the first one for, like, everybody. Yeah. You know, for all millennials, it's, like, 9-11. That was, like, the first major event, I feel like, of our lifetime was, like... What the fuck's going on? And see, I always say I don't remember how I met people in, like, situations. But that one, that's one that I'm like, no, I remember. I was sitting in my honors class, and they turned on the news, and my teacher started crying. And they were like, oh, my God, like, they just bombed the Twin Towers. And I was like, what? And see, I remember I was so young because I thought that was in Georgia. I was like, oh, no, they're they're bombing (laughs) us here. And then later I was like, oh, no, that's in New York. (laughs) You know what I thought? I was excited. Oh, no. This is going to sound crazy. Oh, this is going to no. sound so crazy. But no, dead ass, I was excited when um the Twin Towers, like when the plane flew into them. <laughs> because I thought, okay, so <laughs> before I say this, I'm going to preface it with my dad's a pastor. Okay. So I grew up in a really religious household, like super religious household. Um, But <laughs> my dad's a pastor. And <laughs> In the book of Revelations, it talks about all of these, like, disasters and, like, crazy things happening before Mm -hmm. Jesus comes back. And that's what I thought was happening. I was like, oh, my God. Like, Jesus is coming back. Like, turn up. We're about to go to heaven, y'all. Like, Jesus coming back for his people. Hey. (laughs) What? Okay, what grade were we in? Was that like fourth grade? It was fourth grade. Okay, yeah, I was gonna was say because you out here thinking Jesus coming back, I'm out here thinking we got bombed in Georgia. We clearly did not know. <laughs> right, girl, we was like, hey, like you can't even hold me. You can't hold that against us. We know what was going on, but <laughs> I just remember we all had to go to the gym. While we waited for our parents to come pick us up from school, like we all met in the gym. We were like on lockdown, which is weird because like it's. New York, like, we, I was see, we did not go into lockdown, but we, but we did go home early, I believe. Like they called all our parents, and we all had to go home, and everyone was all upset about it. And I just was so confused, not knowing. I just knew something bad happened, but I didn't know. I thought it was worse because you know I thought it was where we were, but um, still, I just knew something bad happened. But yeah, I definitely remember living through that, and it's crazy to think that was twenty years ago. And 20 yeah. years from now, yeah, I know <laughs> we'll be sitting around like, yo, remember when we were in that pandemic quarantine? and we had to wear masks all the time, like, you couldn't go anywhere, and like, we were getting free money from the government, like, everybody was on welfare. Like, <laughs> shit, Ugh, what a time! What a time to be alive! I loved that. I loved that. It's like, I love the fact that I was able to sit my black ass at home do nothing and get my unemployment plus an extra 600 every week again i don't know this life i didn't live that life but kudos let me, to you let me tell you about it i was getting like 900 dollars a week Oof. for nothing that sounds and nice. spending it on what nothing's open 
Nothing's open. Gas for what? I'm not going. Oh, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not. I'm not doing anything. Like I'm just out here getting free and sitting on my playing video games. And it just felt so right because it's like reparations. Hello. <laughs> this is like the closest I'm gonna get to reparations. Also annoying because if y'all had money to pay everybody in the country, y'all had enough money to give exclusively black people their reparations, but okay, that's another. <laughs> but I digress. It just, it was nice. It was great. I bet it was nice. I I didn't know that life, but it sounds nice. Mm-hmm. It was stressful. I'm not going to lie. It was stressful in the beginning. It was stressful because before my unemployment kicked in, which was like two, three weeks, I was like, what am I going to do for rent? Like, how am I going to pay, like, for, like, my bills? Like, Georgia Power, rent, like... Because they don't stop coming. They they right. still want their money. And I'm like, listen, honey. And I was like, what am I going to do? But then it hit, and I was like, oh, okay. Okay, leasing office, here go your little rent money, girl. <laughs> okay, Georgia Power, here go your little power bill, whatever. <laughs> yeah, a time. A time. Mm. What a time to be alive right. out here in these streets. But now everybody's got a little bit of money, so everyone's thinking they can go out and flex and have a good time. You know, people are still out clubbing and things. I, it's Which amazing to me. It's yeah. amazing. I First of all, you couldn't catch me in a club pre-pandemic. So Same. to think that people are still out here going out. Smoking hookahs. Right. Getting in strip clubs. Hookahs, like, like mm. in restaurants. How? How are you not concerned about your immune system? Right. (laughs) Then, like, okay, so I work in a restaurant, and, like, when we tell people, like, when people try to come in there and it's like, hey, sorry, like, you can't come in here without a mask. I'm like, fuck. I'm sorry. Not you having an attitude because we're trying to keep you and everyone else safe. Mm. Like, girl, what? That's got to be hard. I mean, and, and especially when you think, like, I don't know about, I mean, we're both single, in case we didn't already mention that we're both single mm. so when you think about dating mm. and like what you typically would do on like a first date when you're trying to get to know someone it's like typically you know dinner and what a do movie. you do you go to dinner you go to a movie Movies but now open. it's like <laughs> ain't nobody going to nobody's movie and i'm not mm. trying to sit in nobody's restaurant like unless maybe we were outside Ooh, okay and then so socially distance a cute little booth away i have a question <laughs> yes so if you were to go on a date mm-hmm. during the pandemic, mm-hmm. say you met somebody, you feeling them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yada, yada, yada. Y'all been chatting it up, texting, blah, 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 blah. And they wanted a date. What would you do? See. What would you do? What would I do? Right. Well, is he asking me on the date? Is he not planning it? My God. Um. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe like say, no, you're planning it. Fuck it. You're uh, planning the date. What was right. like? See, now if I have to plan the date... It's going to be something very low-key because, like I said, especially because during the pandemic, I don't want to, like, go somewhere. I want to be around a bunch of people. So I'm thinking maybe I could, if I'm planning it, invite them over to my house. I can cook dinner. We can play a game. I'm big on games. I'm very competitive. So it doesn't really matter the game. You'll get spanked. But, Uh um, you know, play a game, like a card game board game whatever video game something then we could watch a movie depending on how the vibes are we could watch a movie i don't know something just really chill low-key like that just something simple mm-hmm. because i don't want to be out around a bunch of people 
And if it's one-on-one, then you can get to know each other. You can talk. You can, like, have conversation and really, you know, mm-hmm. see if there's a spark. I like that idea. I like the idea of, like, coming over to – well, I like that idea. I'm more the person, like, I want to go to your house. I mean, same, but I just figured about I'm planning it. Right. I can't right. plan it at your house. So I'm going to come over. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think for me, I don't know what I would do if I'm planning a date. Honestly, I mean, I know we're in the middle of a panorama right now, but <laughs> I feel like I would still probably like pick somewhere low-key to go eat. Like, I've actually been on a few dates during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I've been on two since the pandemic has started. Um, and both of them, ooh, I hope they don't listen to this. They're going to know I like did the same thing, but whatever. Um, but both of them, I went out to eat. Um, and sushi's always, like, my go-to. I love sushi, and sushi places are never, really like, that packed. So it's, like, an easy, like, low-key place to go. But also, how we're talking about, like, you know, dinner and a movie and how mm-hmm. that's, like, kind of canceled, I was thinking about how, like, here in Atlanta, we have a drive-in theater. I was just about to say, if someone took me to a drive-in, that would be so cute. I love yeah. the drive-in, y'all. Yeah. That's such a cute move, like a cute date idea. It's not even far from my house. It's not far it's from, not far from, from my house It's either. not far from my house either. And I still have not, I've been over in this area for about three years, y'all, and I still have not gone. You know what? Let me tell you something. Fun fact. The last time I went to a drive-in movie, uh-huh. the movie that we went and saw was Finding Nemo. Wow. That's how long ago. We were like kids. <laughs> that I went to a drive-in movie. But a drive would be so cute because you can pack your own snacks. Mm-hmm. You're in the car. You you're watching smoke, it on the big screen. You can drink. Oh, it's can, so cute. Like, whatever you do, even if you don't do those things, like so, whatever you want. There you go, guys. Plan a date to the drive-in. The Starlight. Starlight is the name of the theater here in Atlanta. Is it Memorial or Moreland? Um, I think it's Moreland. Is it? It's. I think it's Moreland. Mm, yeah, I think it is no. Moreland. I don't know. I'm not sure. We'll have to. Get no, back to you I on think that. it's it's Memorial. It's Memorial. It's Memorial. Is it? I don't think it's on Memorial. I'm going to look it up. But either way, the Starlight. drive-in. Starlight. Starlight. Drive-in. It's a great date idea. And it's a double feature, so you get like, not them, they may be paying us. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, it's a double feature, so you get like two movies for the price of one. Like you pay like $10, I think, and you get like, your, it's like a back-to-back. So like you watch one movie, and then they play another movie immediately after. Now I'm going to be real with y'all. I have yet to see a double feature where I actually wanted to see both movies. It's but... <laughs> Which, it's Moreland. It's Moreland. Okay, so Starlight on Moreland, guys. That's where we are. That's where the drive-in that we are near. But feel free to check out if there's a drive-in in your area that you can go to during this pandemic because that would be such a cute date idea. And it's honestly not – I don't think it's that popular, so it's kind of like a unique thing. Well, okay, so here's the thing. You said, like, you haven't been and you haven't been to one where you, like, really wanted to see, like, the double feature, right? Right, true. So at Starlight, for instance, I don't know, like, wherever you're listening from, if y'all have a drive-in on y'all's work, but if you're in Atlanta, Starlight does a double feature, but it has three screens. So each screen plays a different movie. And the way it works is each screen has a different radio station, and you turn your radio to that station, and that's how you hear the movie through your car, right? So... Screen one, let's just say it's playing, I don't know, I'm just going to throw some movies, like Harry Potter is the first movie and X-Men is the second movie. And then screen two will be playing Finding Nemo as the first movie and then the Simpsons movie as the second movie. And screen three will be playing its own two movies. So what me and my friends will do is typically we want to see two movies, but the first movie and the second movie aren't playing on the same screen. And you're not supposed to drive from one screen to the next screen, but no one's going to check you, like... 
no one's gonna like they they don't enforce it so like you watch your first movie when that one goes off then you drive to the screen that has the second movie that you want to see change your radio station and then you watch that movie that's what I've always done so it's still a great idea but then sometimes it's nice because sometimes you don't want to sit there for four hours and watch two movies so you can just leave yeah I would probably leave after one movie because that's a long time to be sitting in a car but still Mm-hmm. It's a it's a great date idea, especially during the pandemic. I I really do think drive-ins need to be making a comeback because yeah, it's the safest way. To watch it a movie. is. It's the safest way. And one of my best experiences at the drive-in ever, I went to see Ocean's Eight, the one with Rihanna and Sandra Bullock mm-hmm. and um, some other people, and um, I went to see Ocean's Eight, and it was so good. First of all, but also I went with my friend and my roommate at the time and my roommate at the time invited her boy crush of the week her flavor of the week there and he had a pickup truck Mm. and so he like parks reverse and we all sat in the bed of the pickup truck and like drank beer and rum and ate snacks like out like we were like in the just turn his radio up really loud and we were all just like sitting in the pickup truck like eating and drinking and like watching it was so fun Uh, it was great that sounds like a really good time. Yeah, because yeah. you weren't, like, in a car, you know? You were, like, mm-hmm. we were, like, out in the air. Like, we could get up, stand up, walk around. Like, you know, it was just so nice. It was so nice. Uh, Gotta love a good drive-in. That's definitely a really, really, really good date idea, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, and you can, like, make out. Nobody's next to you. Like, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. It's just so much freedom in the drive-in, you know? Agreed. Mm-hmm. So take notes, guys and gals. That's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, but yeah, other than that, I think that's really the only date ideas I've done. It's just drive. Well, I haven't done the driving since the pandemic, but I have thought about it. And you know what? Honestly, I probably will do it. I probably will too, because I mean, it, I want to go to a drive-in. I do. Yeah, it's fun. Maybe we should go one day. Yeah, I want to, like, pack snacks and just... Mm-hmm. I want to get, like, one of those radios, though, so I don't have to, like, worry about... Because, like, I mean, obviously, like, I don't like using gas the whole time, so I'll turn my car off, but then I have to remember, like, turn it on, like, every 20 minutes so that, or, like, 10 minutes so that my engine doesn't die. Right. Which is, like, a lot, you know? But anyways, other than dating, so, like, let's focus, like, or shift focus just a little bit. What about socializing? How's that been for you since the pandemic? I mean, you talked about it a little bit earlier when you were saying how, like... There's, like, this hesitation because, like, you know, you don't hang out with people that much anyway. But it's, like, now it's, like, you have to think in the pandemic. Right. I mean, so that's definitely been an adjustment period because, you know, you do have to kind of be cognizant of how many people you've been around. You know, if you feel like you have any symptoms, if when's the last time you got tested, what kind of people they might be around, Mm -hmm. when's the last time they got tested. So it's (laughs) it's a lot. But, I mean, I've still managed to hang out a few times with my friends. Um, usually we just go to their place and we'll hang out. It's usually not a bunch of us. At the most, there's like usually four people. So mm-hmm. it's not it's not too many people. So we just kind of go over to their house. We'll usually eat, watch something or play something and just kind of catch up for the last. Because it's, it's usually long stretches of time, I'll say, between when we hang out. It's not like on the regular. Right. Yeah. What about you? Um, I feel like I'm still kind of hanging out. Like, I feel like my social life is pretty much intact. Okay. Um, but I also will say that I feel like 
most all of my friends have done a really good job like taking the pandemic seriously true and like protecting themselves but i will say that two of my friends recently got covid i'm not sure which one of them gave it to the other one but they got covid at the exact same time and they hung out at the like they were hanging out and then they both got covid so it's like very clearly like one of them got it from the other one Mm -hmm. um which was scary and i was very lucky okay so i've already had covid um was not a great time not a great time i would give it a one out of five stars (laughs) do not recommend do not recommend um we'll never go back (laughs) um but i just so happened to be out of town um when they were hanging out that weekend which thankfully so because that kind of prevented me from being around them which could cause me to get it again um because now you know they found out you can get it more than once um so yeah, so I mean, other than those two friends, I've had other friends that have gotten it, but I don't know any of my friends who've given it to other friends, even though I know that I'm pretty sure I got it from one of my friends. Um, I'm pretty sure either I got it from him or I gave it to him because we both came down at the same exact time. And like our symptoms started around the same day and like we were hanging out. So like one of us had it and like gave it to the other one, you know? Mm. But I I would say, like, my social life is pretty much still intact, like, to be honest with you, like, but also, too, you know what gives me a little bit of, like, I don't even say relief or comfort. Really what it is, it's the fact that, like, the kind of work I do, and I'm constantly around people anyway, Mm -hmm. I'm like, if I'm going to get it again, or if I'm going to get it, period, before I had it, like, I'm going to get it. Not like I'm out here being irresponsible, not like I'm going out without a mask. I'm still taking the precautions, like I'm keeping my six feet and I'm wearing my mask and stuff, but it's just like, it's, it's, it's like, I'm not gonna like lock myself inside all day. Like this might be an unpopular opinion, but I'm not gonna lock myself inside all day just to go to work and expose myself all day. And then when it's time for me to have some time to myself, I'm like on lockdown because I don't even like to work. (laughs) Like, I don't even like working. So why am I like, why is the one time I get to expose myself during the time when I don't even want to, you know? I feel you. So it's like, my free time is my time. Like, I should at least, if I'm going to expose myself during work, then I can can do it on on my own terms, too. Does that make sense what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I feel you. I get what you're saying. Yeah, so it's just kind of like, if I'm going to get it, chances are I'm not going to get it from my friends because they're taking their precautions. I'm not going to get it from, like, people I'm around. I'm not going to get it from the supermarket because we're all six feet and we're all wearing our mask and we're sanitizing our buggies and we're putting on hand sanitizer when we get in the car. Like, you know what I'm saying? Chances are I'm going to get it from work. You know? Because at my job, the only thing you need is to wear your mask when you come in the door. And then once you sit down at your table... Or you got to get up and go to the bathroom. Or you want to get up and, like, come ask me something. Like, you don't have to have a mask on you. Like, you just need it to enter the building. Which is the problem, I feel like, with a lot of these, like, I don't know. Like, I get it. Like, yeah, you have to wear a mask on, da-da-da-da-da. But, okay, like, it's almost like the masks are, like, a cover fee. <laughs> you know? Like, mm-hmm. pay $5 to get in. Once you get in, whatever goes, goes. Like, that's how I feel about the mask. It's like, okay... They wear a mask. You can't come in without a mask. Okay, put my mask on. All right, now I'm in. I'm sitting down. Ooh, I got to go to the bathroom. Takes mask off. Gets up, goes to the bathroom. Like, what? You know? 
Hmm. That's very much how it is at my job. I feel like if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it from there. Gosh, well, hopefully you don't get it because nobody has time for that. I've been fortunate enough not to... uh, I've been fortunate enough not to have caught COVID, knocking on wood, um, because I don't want to catch it either. Um, But, man... I, I totally get what you're saying. You know, if you're going to expose yourself from work, you might as well mm-hmm. have some time to yourself to hang out with friends and, you know, enjoy life. Because even though we're all going through this pandemic, this isn't all that we're going through. So, you know, it's, it's always nice to be able to be around other people because we are humans and we need human connection. We need to be around other people and socialize because that is what we need as humans. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Tell us how you guys have been getting through the pandemic. Yeah, how have you? What have been some cute date ideas? Have you guys been able to hang out with friends, or is everyone around you pretty much trying to stay away for now? Right. Yeah. And also, if you don't live in Georgia, what like we we know what it looks like in Georgia. It's pretty freaking crazy. Even when I told you guys I was out of town, I was in Florida. It's even worse there. <laughs> it's almost like they don't know that there's a pandemic (laughs) (laughs) and it's like i know y'all know but like it's 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 just very optional there (laughs) but you know what honestly when i went back to visit my parents my parents live in a smaller city in georgia well it's actually the second largest city in georgia it's augusta um but it's not like atlanta you know atlanta is very much like not georgia sometimes it's like its own thing but augusta is very much georgia (laughs) and Like, there's two counties, and so there's a predominantly white county, which is where I grew up, where my parents still live, and there's a predominantly black county, which is not far from where I grew up. Um, So, and, like, my parents' county, like, it's not uncommon to see people, like, when I went home, I was like, these niggas is really not wearing masks. (laughs) Like, I mean, I'm saying niggas, but it's mostly white folks, but, like, these people really ain't wearing masks. Like, y'all really just out here, like, not wearing a mask. Like, it was just mind-boggling to me. But, um, yeah. Even my friend, like, when I was there, we went to Mexican. And, like, I was like, oh, my God, like, I can't find my mask. And he's like, it's okay. You don't need it. And I was like, Mm-mm. how irresponsible. <laughs> like, Don't be that guy, guys. Right. Don't like, be those people fine. that don't like, wear masks. Sam, just come on. Just come on. I mean, granted, we were hungover and, like, just, like, really hungry. But... I still was like, I cannot go in here without a mask. Like, I'm not trying to kill nobody, grandma. You know? Like, Don't do it, guys. Just put your mask on. It's not that hard. It's just crazy. It's crazy to me. Crazy. But yeah. Like Sam said, let us know how you guys have been handling it, handling your dating life if you're single, or how are you even keeping the spark alive if you're married and have to be inside with your spouse all day. Let us know how you guys are doing and handling it, how you're getting through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. Especially, like I said, if you don't live in Georgia, especially. Yeah, let us know how it's going on where you are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it for today's episode. I guess we're going to go ahead and wrap up. Yeah, I would say so. All right. So you guys feel free to tune in every Wednesdays when we drop new episodes. So you can always come in and listen to us and hear about how we're handling things. And again, we always want to hear how you're handling things as well. Yes, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I wish I had something cute to say, but like, but it's been another episode of Adulting Unscripted. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Peace.